Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Keep hope alive. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. The greatest love story of all time is summed up in these 25 verses of 25 words that someone is called a miniature Bible. The gospel in a nutshell. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Hello, everybody. This is Evangelist Portia Mike Ivor coming to you today on Blog Talk Radio. How are you all today? I'm doing great. I'm here to continue my topic from last week, the dynamics of salvation. Now, I read the first part of the Bible to you all from the um, Life Bible, and uh, it's an app that you can get on your phone, Um, but I read the first chapter of Genesis to you and how it all began. You know, God had a beginning for earth and for mankind, but for him, he is eternal. The Bible says he has no beginning and he has no ending. He is eternal forever. He doesn't live in time. He lives in eternity. He is an eternal being. He is the creator. No one created him. He's been around forever. Now, I know that's hard for your mind to grasp, but that's where belief comes in at. He's been around forever, and he will be around forever. He will not go away. He will not go astray. He can't lie. He is God, King of kings and Lord of lords. He's still on the throne, always been on the throne, and will forever be on the throne. Head of you, me, and anything else in the whole universe. Now, we talk about UFOs and uh, demons and devils. Guess what? All of those things he created. No, he did not create a devil or a demon. That's a topic for another day. One day I'm going to tell you exactly where they came from. But they all started out as good beings. God created them because he is the creator. But they turned bad, so that's another topic for another time. But for today, I am on the topic 
um, the dynamics of salvation. I want you to know why you have to be saved. And for all of you that know why, I want to remind you why you need to stay saved. Because, believe me, he's coming. When he said he was coming back, he is coming back. And he's coming for a church without a spot or a wrinkle. Now remember, the church is not a building. The church is a group of born-again believers. So he's coming back for us, and we can't have a spot or a wrinkle. I'm not saying you got to be perfect, but when I say you can't have a spot or a wrinkle, that's in your spirit. And when you ask Jesus into your life, you, hallelujah, invite him into your spirit. And when he does that, then you are without spot or wrinkle. I don't care what you've done. You are without spot or wrinkle because the Holy Spirit dwells in you. Now, back to our lesson. As we found out last week, God created the heaven and the earth. Then he created the earth and everything in it. Then he created man. Then he created woman from the rib of man. Now, they walked with God and talked with God, had everything their hearts could desire because God made a place called Eden and placed them in it. And when he placed them in this place of paradise, it was beautiful. Everything was perfect. The sun was just the right temperature. The moon shed just the right light. The food was amazing. All the nutrients you needed was in the food. That today, when we eat our food, you have no nutrients in it. The earth has been stripped of all the minerals and, and things that we need. So when you're growing the food in the earth, you have to add stuff in it. Some stuff you can't add because some of the nutrients that God put in the soil are not even there anymore. That's another topic for another time. Just remember the word Noah and the fluid, and I'll tell you what happened during that time at another time. But when God put Adam and Eve in the garden, everything was in it that they needed. The trees were beautiful. The the herbs were beautiful. Can you imagine a strawberry in the Garden of Eden? They could walk and there were no thorns. They could literally lay down on the side of a bear while he's napping and take a nap with the bear. The tigers walked around and they could pet the head of the tigers and lions because God had given them dominion over the earth and everything in it, every animal, every tree, every plant, every bird, every fish, everything in the garden, God had given them a dominion or authority over them and they all knew it. When he came through the garden, all the animals saw Adam, and they literally would not touch him. Now, you try to walk through a place now where there's lions. You won't come out of there. Hallelujah. Unless God works a miracle, you will not come out of there. You walk through a jungle where there is a cheetah or a tiger or nowadays even a monkey, a gorilla, a bear. Oh, they will attack you. They see one thing. The word food, meat, 
That's all they see. But it wasn't like that in the Garden of Eden. They obeyed Adam. When they came, when Adam came through, they all saw him. And they were like little kitty cats. That if they got near him, only thing they did was rub up against him because they loved him so much. And Adam and Eve loved them. Now, out of all the animals, the wild animals, they weren't wild at that time, but out of all the animals that was in the garden, there was one that the, the uh, what do I want to call him? A seraphim without a job, the unemployed seraphim, who God had named Lucifer. And he decided he wanted to exalt his throne above God. So he did a whole lot of stuff back there, y'all, a whole lot of stuff. We know him as the devil. Um, he was a created being, created by God, but iniquity was found in his heart. Pride was found in his heart. He literally got jealous of God. He was so beautiful that he got stuck on himself. Now, I'll give you that story another time. Just keep listening to my program, and you'll hear all of it. But as I said, I only have a half an hour today. So I'm going to give you the bare roots of it. But there was one animal in the garden, and it was a serpent or a snake as we know them nowadays. Now, the story is a snake used to walk upright just like man <clears throat> or just like the bear. I think, I don't know whether he had two feet or four feet. He could walk up or down. And there is a, um, and I'll find that article for you and bring it back, but there is a old manuscript somewhere that says that the snake, and they have the picture of it. There's something they dug up, and the snake literally had legs coming out from each side of them. And um, so I believe that the snake had legs at that time. But he was cursed because the Bible tells you that he was cursed. He went to the ground on his face. That was his curse for the rest of his life. That's why you see him slithering on the ground now. A snake is a cursed creature. Because Satan entered the snake and he <clears throat> went before the woman that God created and did something wrong. But I'm going to let you listen to the second part. It's actually the third chapter. I'm going to let you listen to the second part of this particular scripture. And it is still from the Life Bible, and it is from the Message version of the Life Bible to help you understand it, help the newbies understand it. And um, I will be back in a moment. The serpent was clever, more clever than any wild animal God had made. He spoke to the woman. Do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, Not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, Don't eat from it. Don't even touch it or you'll die. The serpent told the woman, You won't die. God knows that the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. 
You'll be just like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. When the woman saw that the tree looked like good eating and realized what she would get out of it, she'd know everything. She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband, and he ate. Immediately, the two of them did see what's really going on, saw themselves naked. They sewed fig leaves together as makeshift clothes for themselves. When they heard the sound of God strolling in the garden in the evening breeze, the man and his wife hid in the trees of the garden, hid from God. God called to the man, Where are you? He said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid. God said, Who told you you were naked? Did you eat from that tree I told you not to eat from? The man said, the woman you gave me as a companion, she gave me fruit from the tree, and yes, I ate it. God said to the woman, what is this that you've done? The serpent seduced me, she said, and I ate. God told the serpent, because you've done this, you're cursed. Cursed beyond all cattle and wild animals. Cursed to slink on your belly and eat dirt all your life. I'm declaring war between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. He'll wound your head. You'll wound his heel. He told the woman, I'll multiply your pains in childbirth. You'll give birth to your babies in pain. You'll want to please your husband, but he'll lord it over you. He told the man, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree that I commanded you not to eat from, don't eat from this tree. The very ground is cursed because of you. Getting food from the ground will be as painful as having babies is for your wife. You'll be working in pain all your life long. The ground will sprout thorns and weeds. You'll get your food the hard way, planting and tilling and harvesting, sweating in the fields from dawn to dusk, until you return to that ground yourself, dead and buried. You started out as dirt. You'll end up dirt. The man, known as Adam, named his wife Eve because she was the mother of all the living. God made leather clothing for Adam and his wife and dressed them. God said, The man has become like one of us, capable of knowing everything, ranging from good to evil. What if he now should reach out and take fruit from the tree of life and eat and live forever? Never. This cannot happen. So God expelled them from the Garden of Eden and sent them to work the ground, the same dirt out of which they'd been made. He threw them out of the garden and stationed angel cherubim and a revolving sword of fire east of it, guarding the path to the tree of life. You hear that particular part of the story. And so it began. Now that man is in a fallen state, now that he has disobeyed God and ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, now God has to cast him out of the garden. If not, he would eat of the tree of life and live eternally in his sins. God could not have that. Man would be wicked eternally. Actually, if you look around, hmm, but no, he didn't. 
he removed the tree of life, or rather he removed them out of the garden so that they could not eat the tree of life, from the tree of life. Because if you think they are wicked now, you don't want to even know what they would have been like if they had have eaten from that tree of life after they had eaten from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Now, that began the whole reason why man needed a savior. This is part two of the lesson. Now that you see why we need a savior, because something had to be done. God's beautiful creation, the earth, has been contaminated by Satan himself, who spoke through the serpent who beguiled or tricked or charmed Eve into eating the fruit from the tree that God told her not to touch. First thing he did was get her to lie. And then the second thing he did was to get her to disobey. But not only did she disobey, the Bible said that she turned and gave the fruit to her husband who was there with her. Now, it's, I, I, I've always had a question. Why is it that Adam didn't say, no, Eve, I won't eat that fruit. God said not to eat it. Why is it that the Bible says that she turned and gave it to her husband who stood there with her? God had made them both in the garden, and they both had the law. People say, well, he didn't give it to Eve. Uh, yeah, he did, because he taught them. It tells us that he walked in the garden with them. He was teaching them. So if he gave the law or the rule to Adam, then he gave it to Eve. Yes, he did. But he decided, because women are curious, and Satan knows that. Like I said, when God made Adam and Eve, he made Eve a little different from Adam. She came from his rib. She looked like him only with longer hair, breast, and a womb. She had hormones. Adam did not. She had estrogen. Adam had testosterone. She had a womb. Adam carried the seed. They were the same but different. One was made for one thing and the other was made for another thing. Eve was made for carrying a child. That's why she had the womb and everything that goes along with the womb. Adam was made for placing the seed. That's why he had body parts to place the seed. But, you know, the devil, he's going to pervert everything. So he wanted them to be more like him, knowing good and evil. See, that got him in trouble from get-go, because he knew everything, but he decided to follow the bad. He decided to rebel against God. He decided that he was just as good as God is. In heaven, 
the Bible tells us that he, Satan, uh, Lucifer, when he was up in heaven, had instruments built into his body. <coughs> and his body was made from every precious stone, diamonds and beryl and ja um, jasper, oh my goodness, and emerald, every stone that you can name. Satan had built into his body. And when he walked, he made beautiful music because he had instruments, instruments that we have never even heard here on earth, instruments built into his body. So not only was he beautiful, he had instruments built into his body, and he was musical, and that music praised God. Every time he was around God, he, those, those instruments were praising God. God loves praise, just as we do. We are in his likeness and his image, remember? That's why we love music so good. And I'm asking you all to forgive my voice. My voice is cracking today. Um, I just did a prayer, an amazing prayer, on my Facebook page earlier, so... Yeah, I kind of used up my voice, but I'm here. Um, and Satan knew that he was beautiful, knew that he sounded wonderful. He saw the pleasure on God's face every time he would be in his presence. And iniquity was found in him. He got, you ever seen anyone who, they're so beautiful that they become conceited? Like, oh, yes, I'm all of that, and then some. I remember the old saying, I think it was back in the 80s and 90s, yep, I'm all that, and a bag of chips, too. Yeah, that's the way he felt. But when he rebelled, he got with some angels, and they rebelled to a third of the angels in heaven. Now, let me tell you something. third of the angels in heaven, that's a lot of angels. Because heaven is filled with angels. They are God's creation. They worship God. And heaven is full of angels. Heaven is from eternity to eternity. Now, if a third of them fell with Satan, there was a whole lot of angels that fell. And they did. And the Bible says, I saw, saw Satan as lightning fall from heaven. That's when God kicked his rear end out of heaven. Not going into that now. Right now, I just want you to know that God had a plan. Like I said earlier, he had a plan to make a planet for his creation. And he made it beautiful, more beautiful than anything you see on earth now. And it still exists, but it's not so we can see it. The Garden of Eden still exists. The Bible tells us that. But it is blocked off and no man can get to it. And that's a whole nother story. Some people say it's on earth. Some people say he lifted it up into heaven. Wherever it is, it still exists. But he locked them out. He locked Adam and Eve out. He kicked them out of the garden just like he kicked Satan out of heaven. Now, you hear the scripture about what curse came on Eve and what curse came on Adam. Eve was to bear children in pain. Adam was to till the ground 
in pain that was just as worse as what the woman had to go through in having a baby. Oh, I feel sorry for both of them. But let me tell you something. That was not the end of it. Because Eve had a son. Then she had another son. Adam went on to till the ground too because the land was no longer blessed. The land would not yield to him. He no longer had dominion over the land. The animals, mm, he no longer had dominion over the animals. So not only did he have to till the ground, and the ground did not want to yield what it had, but he also had to hide from the animal because he no longer had dominion over them. He no longer had authority over the earth. He was cursed because he disobeyed the word of God. God saw what had happened and it made God sad. And he said, man has become as we are, knowing the difference between good and evil. Now, that was to be. But not at this time. Man got in it too soon. God was to teach. The original plan was God was to teach man. And it was going to be a while before he was allowed to do what God did. But he had to learn. He had to learn who his God was. And why his God put him here. But man being anxious and Satan being what he is, deceptive, he got into what God had for them too soon. Sometimes we need to wait on God. Because when you don't wait, you make a mess. There's a scripture that says, We were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Why? Because we all came from the seed of Adam. Adam was the first man. And from his seed, from his body, came the whole race. From Eve's body came the whole race. From Adam and Eve we came. I don't care what color you are, what race you are, whether you're fat, thin, whether you're Chinese, Indian, white, whatever, Japanese, whatever. We all came from Adam and Eve. We came from the loins of Adam. So that's another topic. There's no reason for prejudice nowadays because we all came from Adam. Why are you jealous of me and I'm jealous of you and I say you're less than I am or you say I'm less than you are. Oh, I'm black, I'm white, I'm Chinese, I'm Japanese, I'm Indian, I'm this, I'm that. Ah, really? We all came from the loins of Adam. So you are no better than I am, and I am no better than you are. We're all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. You weren't born, oh, I'm righteous, I'm sweet, I'm perfect. No, you weren't. No, you're not. Even the little baby that was just born just a second ago is a sinner. We're born sinners because we came from the loins of Adam. God didn't make a new man. We all came from the loins of Adam, even Jesus himself, even Noah, even Melchizedek, there's somebody else that we'll discuss another time, Paul, Peter, David, all the biblical characters, all of them that you see in the Bible, 
They all came from the loins of Adam. We're all brothers and sisters because we came from the loins of Adam. But I say all that to say this. That's how it all began. But from that, when they fell, God made them clothing because they saw that they were naked. And when they saw that they were naked, they were ashamed. They took leaves and hid themselves. Now, can you imagine Satan sitting back laughing? Ha, ha, ha. I got them. See that? Uh-huh. I knew I could do it. Now, I can rule them. Because guess what? They sold out to Satan. Now, Satan was king over this earth. Because they sold out to him when they disobeyed God. And Satan had a plan. And his plan was to destroy God's creation. So he began to get his plan together. And God told him, no, 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 no. Don't think that you're going to do anything. Because I have a plan. Don't you know that I knew what was happening? I'm God. And I knew what would happen. So I had already made a plan before you decided to come in the garden and deceive my creation. Ha, ha, ha. God had a plan. So he began to put that plan in motion. And on down through generation after generation after generation, from Noah to Abraham to Moses to David, generation after generation, God was planning. From Genesis, hallelujah, through Jeremiah, through Isaiah, through all of the books of the Bible, to the book of Matthew. And that's where we will begin at next week. God had a plan. And so it began. A savior for the world. He needed a savior for the world because man had messed up by listening to Satan. And Satan was cursed and on the ground eating dust. Huh. That's something I imagine that would have been amazing to see. He's walking upright being deceptive, but all of a sudden he's on the ground wiggling, eating dust. Hmm. Next week, I'll come back with part three of Salvation Dynamics, letting you know what happened after all of this. This is Evangelist Portia McIver from Reaching the Masses Media Ministry saying, Oh, this story is good and good, getting good to me. I, I'd like to hear it all over again because it reminds me of where I am, why I had to be here, and why I'm doing what I'm doing today on Love Talk Radio. I love you all. If you don't know God, just simply say, God, come into my life and do something amazing with it. I'm sorry. Forgive me. And that's it. You're saved. Find the church, get baptized, and go on walking in the newness of life. Love you all, sweeties. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.